Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Insight Podcast, giving you a unique insight into the music and ministries of independent Christian artists. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Thank you once again. Welcome, everyone, to the Artist Insight. I've got the pleasure, the honor of speaking to, well, the, his artist name is DPB. DPB. And uh, we'll just say early on, what, what are those letters? I'm going to say it's David Paul Brooks. And we're going to... Dave, can I call you Dave for the interview, Dave? That is fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to say Dave yeah. because... So, yeah. All right. But just everybody know that the artist's name is DPB, and now you guys know what it uh, stands for. He's from Ohio. So, Dave, welcome to the uh, Artist Insight. Honored to be here, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. And you're for, in... For doing this. Oh, great. And you're, and you're in Ohio, but you just moved from Alabama. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I was in Alabama, and I was um, actually a part of the one of the largest youth ministries down in Birmingham, Alabama. Then I felt like, you know, my time was up. I've been there for almost 15, 16 years. And I'm like, all right, God, where where's the next place you would want me to go? And then one of my friends in um, Cincinnati had a ministry opportunity. So me and my um, business partner, we moved up here to Ohio to do some ministry. Okay. So, how How is the, yeah. what's the overall, uh, oh, I don't know, just the, the music atmosphere? Do you find it's uh, different there where you are now? It's, to, it's totally different. Like um, down in Alabama, there was like a, a part of a, a revival going on. Up here, we was trying to continue it. Um, but well, back in the days, there was a revival going on called the basement. And, um, one of my friends, my, actually my music, uh, director, he, uh, was part of that basement thing. So he lives here in Cincinnati. And I was just like, he said, Hey man, the guy's giving us a church. <laughs> Why don't you come up and let's try to do what we did in um, Alabama. So I get up here. The, the difference is it's, it felt like more people are lost. Hmm. And I love it because I like ministering to the law. So it's just like, okay, even everybody that's supposed to be a part of this thing are lost. So it's just like, I'm never used, I'm not used to trying to start something with lost folks. Ah. At least you have some saved folks with you to help Dorothy. But when you're the only saved person, me and my um, business partner, we were the only saved person really actually in it. It was that, that made it a totally different type of thing than normal. So So, that's kind of like, uh, like God throwing you out into the into the ocean and saying sink or swim. Exactly. But okay. I always a lot of times when we do stuff, I love ministering to the lost because I'm like an an evangelist that that want to go into places where a lot of people would not go, or at least God puts me in places like that. So He's just like, okay, all these thirty years of you doing what you're doing, and I'm gonna put you right out there to see if if this is what you really called to do. <laughs> thirty yeah. years to get to this point. Wow. You know, you know, I'm just, you know, Dave, I'm just getting kind of kind of getting goosebumps when I hear this, because it's like God saying, you know, I'm going to put you, and I think maybe some of our listeners can relate to this uh, in one way or another, that God often, he just puts us out there where we can't succeed without him. Amen? Correct. Amen. I agree with that. I think that's a... The whole thing is all about trust, yeah. that God puts you in a place where you have to trust him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy to do something that you're used to doing all the time, mm. but God's going to, I believe God will always put you in a place where, all right, now you need me. Yeah. Now you have to rely on me. And that's exactly 
what it is. Rely on him. And it's kind of cool. Man, Dave, Dave, we're talking to somebody out there right now. I'm telling you what. <laughs> somebody's somebody's <laughs> like, somebody's saying, yep, that's happened to me before. And, and other somebody else is saying, oh, man, I, I, that's where I'm, I'm feeling like that's where I am right now. And, I, man, I'm scared. But you know what? Friend, if, you, if that's you, <laughs> Dave and I are both here to tell you, you know what? God, you just keep trusting him. God's going to hold you up. I'll tell you what. Yeah. So, Dave, let me read a little yep. bit for our for our listeners. Let me read just a little bit from your website. I'd like to, if uh, just to familiarize people with it. And friends, we're looking uh, we're looking at his website, worldofdpb.com. And I want you to go to that website. He's also on Facebook, uh, DPD. Again, that stands for David Paul Brooks. All right, that's his artist name, and the and the website is World of dpb.com. And if you click on the About uh, tab, uh, he's been captivating audience for years, electrifying performances, uh, a billboard charting positive rap artist, singers, motiv- singer, songwriter, motiv- motivational speaker, clothing designer, I like that, Dave, author, actor, director, producer, and a filmmaker. Oh my goodness, you got it all going on, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that's all God's stuff, though. <laughs> that's God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I bet you'd be the first to say you can't do all that without him. Um, so, Dave, how do I, let's go back. Uh, for some artists, you know, the music thing starts right almost, you know, when we learn how to talk. And for others, it comes along later in life. Where do you fall in that? When I actually learned how to walk, because I grew up in the gospel um, singing family. Yep. Um, and we're right, actually legends in New York. And um, that's where I was born and raised. And my mom was a rock and roll singer, opened up for like people like Elvis Presley, James Brown. No <laughs> all way. All those type of things like that until she gave her heart over to Christ. Yeah. And then, you know, she just brought us all up in church. And my whole family was singing gospel. I think we had a, a, we had an album and uh, I, I remember a music videotape that used to, <laughs> we used to sell back in the day. Yeah. But since I was, Two years old, we was part of the. I was part of a, the Brooks family gospel singers. Brooks so family, okay. always been in my blood. Brooks family yeah. gospel singers. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, it seems like that name is that name seems familiar. Well, you've certainly. Uh, I'm going to continue here on your website. You've certainly uh, continued it. Uh, you've started uh, uh, solo artist and uh, disciples of Christ. Uh, you were a member yep. of that Grammy and Dove Award nominated group, uh, and you've opened up for uh, Bootsy Collins, Salt and Peppa, Cool May, Cool May D, Cool Mo D. There we go. Kirk Franklin, Yolanda cool Adams. Cool Mo D, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. And uh, DC Talk, Anointed. Oh my goodness, it just goes on. Toby Mac, um, and you had. Let's see, what's your latest single? Is that Raining Fire? No. no, 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 no. Undefeated. Undefeated. That there it is. Okay. No. I, yep. Okay. Tell us about that. Undefeated is it's based off because I actually wrote a book called No Bad Days. And when you're through all the tests and trials that everybody goes through, and I, and this is what I'll be saying when I'm in my concerts, you have made it through. You're still alive today. We have seen people pass away during COVID, all those type of things. Some of us might have gotten COVID, but you're still alive today. That means you have defeated, you're undefeated based off life situation, life's tests and trials. And so, so that's why I wrote the song, me not having a bad day for over 15 years. And I'm just like, you know what? 
I'm undefeated. How many people are undefeated out there? So I wrote the song just based off that. And that's why it's called Undefeated 3.0 because it's 30 years. Talking about 30 years, I'm 3-0. and I'm 3-0. Yeah. And, and so that's the reason where the 3 and O comes from, and also the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, three. Oh, yeah. You know? So everything is up to, just based off that 30 years. They're doing this for 30 years and still standing, still standing strong for God, being faithful to God. Yeah, amen. So that's where it comes from. That's where that comes from. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, guys, remember, the world of DP, dpb.com. Check that out. So, um, what led you to read, uh, excuse me, to write uh, The No Bad Days? I mean, the, what what led you to switch over, not not switch over, but add writing a book to the music that you're doing? It was something I was preaching. I went through the worst year of my life. And it was, if I, I wish I could explain it all, but I know we ain't got much time. But um, well, give us a short going version. through the worst year of my life. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do. Um, going through the worst year of my life. And when you're hurting, hurt people, hurt people. But I didn't have nobody to hurt because I'm DPB. I didn't even know who my friends were. I didn't know nothing was going on. Mm. But when you're hurt, you start beating yourself up. Yeah. And it was it was crazy. I didn't want nobody to speak a word over me because I went to Bible school. I didn't want, like, what could somebody say to me that I didn't know? That was just my pride, though. And then, but God knew the only people or per, person that can actually touch my life would be my son because I was pouring it into my son and my my love into my son. Nobody was pouring love into me. Mm. <laughs> so God used my sons because those are the only people I would listen to. And I, I remember my son saying, Dad, we know this has been the worst year of your life. We've seen you going through this and complaining and all that type of stuff. And he spoke this one word to me. He said, uh, actually, he spoke some words to me. He says, man, Dad, what you should do is just, Instead of you complain, you should just praise God more. Mm. And his words saying praise God more changed the course of my life once he said those words. Wow. And it's crazy. I asked God after that. I was like, God, it was in December 2010. I said, God, you know what? I just don't want to have a bad day. I had the worst year of my life. I just don't want to have a bad day in 2011. And the next thing you know, I haven't had a bad day from that point on. And it was just like, and God started teaching me everything and, and, and walking this out and my sons are watching me walk no bad days out and so i've been living it for 13 years before i even wrote the book so i knew it by the back of my hand by the time it was tar- time to write it it only took a week and a half wow like because i've been living it the whole time so and everybody been watching it watching me as i've been living this thing called no bad days i never thought it was possible being a believer in the first place <laughs> based off all that i was taught in god right but I believe that when, when the more you learn the word, and, then, and this is a whole part, a part of the book, the more you learn the word, the easier your life should get, not harder. Yeah. And trust and trust has come to make you better, not bitter. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I like so, that, Dave, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's where that came from. That's, what, that's where the switch came from, having something bad in your life, like the worst thing that you could ever think of in your life. And I believe everybody has to go through it. And that's why Jesus, the Garden of Gethsemane, was the hardest part for Jesus. I believe everybody has to go through that, something that just life-changing, and it shows you where you are with God. Without that, you will never know where you're at with God. (laughs) Because it's easy to just go through some things. Some things are harder than others. But when it goes down in your life, it shows you really, really where you're at with God. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm telling you, I I couldn't understand never why a preacher would stop preaching. 
I never could like, or a pastor would stop pastoring and never go to church again. Mm. I kind of understood it when I was going through that worst time because I was ready to die. I was really like, man, but I'm not even a suicidal person. Problem coming to my mind, mm. you know? And, and then, and so I just learned, man, God is all that I've learned. It, it ain't helping me in this time right now. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just like, man, I, I thought I knew it. I'm, I thought, I thought I'm on fire for God. It's just when you start hurting and that big hurt comes into your life, it challenges everything you ever believed in Wow! concerning God. Yeah. And I'm thankful that God didn't give up on me. I'm thankful that God switched something, that God used my son to change the course of my life based off of that. And and then he just started to switch my mind. He started telling me to watch my mouth. Watch what you say of yourself. You have to transform your mind. You can't, like, different things. Like, he just been changing everything. And, and one big thing I know uh, before we go on that I remember being um, no bad days is he said this to me. He said, I want you to call everybody that ever did you wrong and you say you're sorry. Mm. And I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand that. And I'm like, he said, Dave, because I really want you to be free. Because when these names come into your head or they're said, you're, you're talking about them. So I would call every single person I can think that I ever did me wrong. And I called them and said, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it was challenging because some of them would say, I forgave you. I forgive you. And I'm like, but I ain't do nothing to you. But <laughs> I was like, I never said that. I was in my mind. Yeah, right. um, but I called them and then and this God freed me. Like um, he made me free. I, I wasn't bothered by their name no more because I knew we had that conversation. Mm. And so it's, it's just something big, man. And I'm living no bad days. And it's amazing, man. I love it. I love what you're saying, <laughs> Dave. And, and, you know, I want to, I want to just, uh, I guess, I guess there was no, first of all, there's nothing I can add to what all that you just said because you, man, you just shared it just right from your heart, and that is awesome. Um, and I'm thinking that somebody's listening. That uh, and I'm going to say this from your from your website too, just to kind of maybe top off what you said. Um, it says no bad days goes beyond inspiration to empowerment. That is huge. Bad days oh. goes beyond oh. inspiration to empowerment. And will help you embrace the skills you need to do the same. And and isn't that a, a turning point for us, Dave? When we when we uh, we can be inspired by a lot of things. We can read Facebook posts. We can do. We can be inspired by all these things, and that's all good. But it sounds like you needed to turn the corner to being empowered, to having power over those bad days. Correct. And, it's, and I, I learned that the Bible works. Yeah. <laughs> like. A lot of people read it as a book, but the Bible does work. A lot of people want to try to prove other people wrong, but the Bible is made for you to live a godly life. And God said, I have given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. So when it comes down to life, you got all the answers. And when it comes down to being godly, you got also all the answers. So even if you're not trying to be godly, he still gave you everything pertaining to life. Mm. So the whole thing is, the answers are in the Bible. It says the Bible answereth all things. Every aspect of your life, it will answer. But you know, a lot of people don't want to do the research. The pastor is their research instead of them doing the research. Yeah. And 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 for them reading the word themselves. But uh, like I've been attacking mental health 
mental illness. I've been attacked. I've been attacking all that. Because God let you know that there was going to be those issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he says, take every thought captive. He says, transform your mind. Yeah. With the word. Like, so I tell folks, it's hard for me to pray for you if you're not going to put God's stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You don't have nothing to deflect the negative that's there. And I mean, you got to constantly do it. He says, renew your mind daily, transform your mind daily. So I've learned a lot in these last 15 years. And it's amazing that like really nothing bothers me because I just trust God. Like there was one thing you said when we first started is that that's trusting God, man. Trust yeah. God knows what he's doing with me. When I gave him my heart, he has my life. Amen. Amen. And that's what it is. Now is now is now is my time to live what he wants me to live. Yeah. Not what I want to live. Yeah. Wow. That is powerful, Dave. Thank you. You got some good stuff going on here. And I, I'm, our listeners are getting blessed. I'm getting blessed by all this. I'll tell you what. Uh, the, uh, you know, our pastor just said last night, we had our small group meeting and our pastor, we were talking about the word and our pastor just said, uh, just said last night to us, uh, you know, we, we, we need to read the word, but not, not read it for knowledge, not to know it, to know the words, or the or the history or whatever we need to read it to change us. Let it change us and really and and ask God to say, to illuminate the scriptures and let them let it sink in. And, and like you said, even uh, whether you want it to or not, it's going to change you for the better. Amen. Yeah, it sure will. So. Dave, I, one, of you, one of your things uh, uh, on your website here, uh, it talks about the brothers. You got David uh, and uh, and Fred. Um, should we talk about the brothers <laughs> yeah. at all? Here we go. Yeah, uh, they, 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 they were my dancers. Uh, okay. And But but then um, one uh, actually is a youth pastor in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, okay. Now, his name's Dave, Dave Jr. He's actually, he's actually an artist himself, like a... Uh, Christian hip hop artist too, and that's kind of cool. He branched off into that, and um, so when we travel, I usually fly him and his wife together um, to our concerts and all that type of stuff. And my other son, who who is a dancer, he's but he actually now is going to the University of Alabama to be an electrical engineer. Ah. So, um, so he's he's taking that break until he's finished with all that to yeah. come alongside, and, and it's, so it's kind of cool. Um, a lot of people, it, it was cool about my sons because one time I did a team challenge and the guys came up to me and says, man, you make us feel awkward. And I couldn't <laughs> understand. I'm like, what do you mean I make you feel awkward? Because we've never seen a dad and a son relate the way y'all do. Oh. And I was like, wow, that was the most coolest thing to hear to, to where it's like, man, and we now see that it's possible wow. that we can love our kids the way you are actually how we, I mean, and they only just seen it in 30 minutes, mm-hmm. like how we reinteract and how we love on each other and how I love my sons. Wow. But that, well, that's part of the book too, because I had to become super dad in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I just, just one of them things that came in to no bad days. Also, yeah. you think you're a great dad, but it became something different based off the suffering that we had to go through as a family. Uh-huh. And that's, that's how I became a super dad. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, that's, that's a blessing. And, and that's, that's a God thing too, because, you know, we can do all that we can do at, uh, humanly as dads, but, uh, when the Holy spirit comes along and it takes, it takes a move of the Lord to, uh, to get the, to get our kids 
heading in the right direction. And boy, it sounds like you've certainly done that in your situation. Amen. Amen. Yeah, but, and it's cool because they have watched me walk this no bad days out. Now I'm watching them walk this no bad days out with wives and just and in a relationship and how that being a super dad, if a, if a dad, this is for all the dads that are out there that's listening. Mm-hmm. It's okay to hug your son and tell him that you love him. Mm. It's okay to, 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 to stop for a minute, even though I know your daddy and listen when they want to talk. It's okay. Cause I, I had to become super dad. Cause when they was hurt based of all that was going on, I had to become super dad. And, I, and, and, and this is how God had me do it. Every time they want to talk, I would stop. Yes, son. Every time they wanted me to do something, I would do it. Even though my body said I couldn't, I would just do it. And it healed them. So I, so I, when I look at that, I'm like, so if a dad, I wish I was that without the suffering. Why was not that before the suffering? Yeah. So I'm here to tell every dad, it's okay to be a dad to your, not just because you've grown and you have children, but love on them. Mm. Love on them. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know. I, They'll never change if you love on them. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I brought up a son and a daughter, uh, very close to my daughter, but my, not not so much as my to, with my son. But uh, we went through some family stuff too, and uh, yeah, we're kind of still waiting for that to, that to come along. But you know what? When I when they were younger, I I tucked them in every night, and I had you know I made sure that I was there. But uh, so your ministry. Uh, gone uh, another paid part of your website here. Uh, you've gone into public and private schools. You've done prison ministry, juvenile detention centers, uh, partnerships, strategic partnerships with pastors and community leaders and police departments and more. Uh, what's your? I, I don't not to say what's your favorite place because you know wherever the Lord has us is uh, is where we're, where we're meant to be. But is is there something that really stands out to you that you want to share about any of those types of uh, of ministry opportunities? Yeah, there's two of them. Chicago. I love going to Chicago because a lot of people are scared to go to South Chicago, and we do drive by concerts. <laughs> mm. They call it Chirac because of all the shooting and stuff. But we okay. do drive by concerts right in the in the midst of where all the worst uh, of the worst is, and we get out, man. And it's crazy to see these people who are gang members raise their hand to give their hearts to Christ. Oh, I just yeah. think it's kind of cool. But you know, a lot of people get scared because they think they're going to be the one shot yeah. or something like that. Another another one is. Uh, in Fargo, North Dakota, just teaming up with the police officers. And actually, there's a video online. It's called It's Time. I mean, if, if you put DPB It's Time on, you'll see how we brought the whole city of Fargo together. From the news to the police officers to the governor, the mayor, everybody, you know. And the officer, Bloom, who who's no longer officer. He's now going into a lot of detention centers and doing hip-hop and hope. Um, we got together and, and, and it became a viral moment. And it was, um, it, it, it's amazing just you because know, I was trying to go after everybody thinks all cops are bad when all the shootings were going on. So I was, I was going to change that narrative because every, every police officer also has families too. Don't think they're just uh, like that type of stuff. And they forget, people forget that. Mm, and yeah. so I was just trying to, instead of just talking about it, 
I wanted to be about it. And so wow. that was the way I, we, I was going about it. Amen. Know? Amen. I, I, I'm looking at the video now. It's time. So, guys, look that up on DBB's website. It's time. Visual music video featuring uh, police officer Michael Bloom. Uh, uniting Fargo. I love that. I'm going to have to take a look at that later on. Yeah, three-on-three basketball tournament, a uh, concert featuring, uh, yeah, uh, DPB and the crew. Oh, I love it. You got you got a lot going on. So, um, what's the future look like? Uh, what do you where do you see things? Uh, maybe the Lord leading you in the next year or a couple. Well, we got a movie coming. There's a mini movie oh, called yeah. Un, um, Undefeated. Yeah, it goes with the song. Actually, um, we got a, a a picture book. I think the first of its kind. I don't think I've ever seen a Christian picture book before. Cool. <laughs> so. It's a, it's, it's a good hundred and something pages or more, you know. Um, and it, it, I, I, when I read it, I'm, it's almost like a living obituary. How people see you, uh, how I live by. So and then that's called living a life undefeated. Okay. Um, so those are the things happening. We want to have in the future our first feature film, um, many to come. And we got already some incredible stories already that are there. And we are teaming up. We got some um Internet interactive different things of a new company that is coming out. Um, it's going to be cutting edge because I believe God's people should be always ahead of the game instead of behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and or catching up. So God has given us some ideals that can, I believe that can change the industry, and and we really want to um, like our record company DPB Music. We just want it to be different than what every record company has, and and never nobody getting hurt buy a record company or stealing people's stuff and those type of things. We want to do it exactly the way God would do it if he was running a record company. Amen. So that has everything to do with uh, all the things. How would God run this? How can everybody be blessed at the same time? Mm. How, how, so, I mean, you know, it takes the wisdom of God to do that. So we have to rely on the wisdom of God. We have to trust God that God, you know what you're doing. And we trust that. And that's a hard thing when you have the knowledge to do certain things. Just like even right now, we're undefeated. We we just letting the Holy Spirit do what he do. We don't have no clue. (laughs) I'm thankful for Michael. And if I know he may hear this, thank you for Michael and his management team for doing what he's doing. But even how that came about was supernaturally God. So everything's been God. It's just like, okay, God, I had my own world. You want me to expand that world, so I trust you on how to do it because I I'm not in it like I used to be. So now if God has put me back in it, and I, I know it, I know one of the reasons why it's kind of the Father. A lot of these rappers and a lot of different things that they just don't know, and that, just to be faithful to the call, mm. not faithful to the to your, be faithful to the call, and and be ready to just serve. Not not just conquer of somebody's church. You got to serve the church, right? You know, and or serve the serve the people. Um, but you know, if, if you're not taught that, how would you do? Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, good point. And and how know, do you? So it just, and and what, just let me yeah. just go ahead uh, and expand on that just a little bit. If you're not, how would you? How do you do that if you're not taught that? Because I think uh, somebody, uh, so many artists, and, and even ones that we've interviewed here. They um, maybe not quite sure just how that happens. It's like 
I, I think I can do this. I, I'm going to do this. Uh, I think God wants me to do this. I think, I think, I think, but it, maybe it's not working the way I thought it would, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but, but I like what you said. If, if you're not taught, how, how would you ex- expand on that? See, a, lot, a lot of times it's all about mentorship. To me, I think just like in how we talk about discipleship, yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes folks just got to humble themselves to be mentored, follow this wisdom. You know, wisdom comes from God, but if you if you have somebody, you know, God is the one that has all wisdom, and you if somebody walked that path, you got to see what made it work for yeah. them walking that path. Right. What makes what, what, make, what makes a person become better is based off the failures that they had. So I don't believe failures because God said in your weakness still make you strong. I believe failures were were, were supposed to be done so you can be better in the first place. You mm. need those failures yeah. to be better. So it's just like. So without them, you know, you know, you know what not to do and what to do. So the thing is how I how I learn how people um supposed to walk things out is you walk with them. You yeah. got to walk with them. Like when even discipleship, I watch I watch how people do discipleship, but I don't think there's nothing wrong how fast but I feel like they should be in the word and everything. But you know, they walked with Jesus. They was watching stuff go and you're, you're watching him respond to when stuff comes at him. That was true discipleship to me. Today we feel like reading the word is discipleship, but it's really me walking with the pastor is discipleship. What happens when this goes on in your life? <laughs> what happens? Oh, okay, that's how you respond? That's discipleship to me because it's like the reason why a lot of people fail because they don't know how to put the Bible in the midst of their mess. Good point. And it's all because we haven't seen somebody in their mess, use the Bible. Hmm. Right. Right. We haven't had good leadership. But good you mentorship. see, oh, oh, right. So the, with Jesus, you've seen what they were trying to mess him up and how he responded. So that's what. That's why the disciples they seen what he did. They seen the people coming at him, wanting to kill him. When they're seeing that, they're watch. They're watching how you know. They're trying to catch him in a lie. They're trying to catch him. So they're watching that, and how he responds makes the difference. They see what he's doing day by day in life. And we don't, a lot of pastors don't show their life like that. Yeah. They'll tell about us. They'll tell it after they've gone through something, maybe on in the pulpit, but we don't We don't watch them go through it. Mm. Like, like, like they watch Jesus go through it. Yeah, yeah. We get the after effect instead of the in effect. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. But. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, we see the we see the result, but we don't see the process. Yeah, yeah. the process is the key. Yeah. And, and so a lot of times you have to walk people through. Just like I, I taught a class in Albuquerque because we, was, we was at a, um, a youth conference. And they said, do you want to take any classes? I said, yeah, I want to take the mental health thing. I want to take it because, and I, I, the first thing I said, says we all have mental illness before Jesus, but after Jesus, that's not supposed to be. And it was cool to watch the kids come up to me and say, man, so I'm not crazy. He said, nah, because that's why God said, take every thought captive. He knew your mind was going to go crazy. Mm, yep. He knew it. Like everybody's mind go crazy. <laughs> it don't matter. But it's when you pour God in. And you keep on speaking. That's why he says, think on things that are good. Think on things that are pure. Think on things that are great of report. Like, well, God is trying to help you because he knew your mind was going to go nuts. 
Good point. Yeah. So, so he knew it. So that's why I tell folks, I said, listen, you got the poor, great things in your mind. It, you, have to have, you have to have something to deflect the negative that's there. You got years and years of somebody saying you're no good and all that type of stuff, and then you only got Jesus one day and you expect all that to change. <laughs> yeah. You got to practice. You got to practice God's stuff for it to become real to you. Mm, love that. Love that. A lot of wisdom there, my friend. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, since we're starting into the Christmas season here, tell us a little bit about a DB, D, DPB Christmas. There's a video on your uh, on your website. Tell us about that. Oh, that is cool, though. I, I got to release it, too, because this is the Christmas season. But um, the DPB Christmas was, we wanted to, because that was during, like, the COVID time. Yeah. And we just wanted people to smile. Right. You know, it's like, how can we make people smile? So we actually took the story. The story is is of a guy. He hates Christmas. (laughs) He hates Christmas. So our job is we want to go down. My son got an idea and said, let's go sing some Christmas carols. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we picked this guy to go sing Christmas carols to him. And then he had the life of Christmas back into him after we sang our Christmas carols. So that was kind of cool. I mean, that's something. Oh, motive of the of the little short film. Okay, guys, check that out on his website, <laughs> worldofdpb.com. Yeah, Chris, DPB Christmas. I love it. Got the three guys there smiling, a Christmas tree, and that little little dude there with the with the with the mask and the glasses out. I love that. <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. Uh, Dave, any... I do got to say this too. Let yep. me, let, yeah, I want I want to say this. Also, DPB means destiny, purpose, blessed. My uh-huh. jobs, people find their destiny, purpose, that's how they're going to be blessed. God told me they had to have a deeper meaning than my name. Ooh. So that's why I just had to add that. Okay, say it again. Destiny, purpose, blessed. My jobs, people to find their destiny, purpose, that's how they're going to be blessed. Oh, okay. Destiny, purpose, blessed. I love that. That's good. Yeah. A little, little additional deeper yeah. meaning to it. Yeah. So, hey, as we finish up, um, you know, you've you've certainly been through uh, some stuff, uh, just as we all have to one extent or an, or another. And you know, there's somebody out there listening, Dave, that uh, you know needs a little encouragement right now, and maybe in their just in their life. But let's let's focus on the whole the the music thing right now, if we could, because I find so many people are just getting discouraged. They're they're just thinking about quitting. Uh, things aren't just just aren't happening. They're not getting the airplay. They're not they're not getting. Uh, they don't. They don't have the resources to even record a song. Uh, you know, discouragement say, comes in so many different forms. Uh, do you have any words of encouragement for somebody like that that maybe would help them out? Yep. Stay faithful. Yeah. You're, you 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 minister unto the Lord, and then and then the Bible says your gift will make room. Mm-hmm. See, the, the, no, don't get discouraged. God says, don't get weary in well doing. You reap if you faint not. See, the thing is. The only the only reason why we would get weary because we want something to happen faster. But the whole thing is, God showed you something; it's going to come to pass. We just don't like to wait for it. Mm. But it will it will come to pass. You just got the process is in the wait. The answer is in the wait. Okay. That's why God said, "Let patience have this perfect work." Yeah, that's not your patience. That's God's time. <laughs> Amen, bro. So, let patience have its perfect work. And it says you'll be entire, not lacking anything. 
The difference is we, we're in an age where everything we want fast, you know? And the whole thing, God's like, no, I'm making you wait because, and so let me just say this to anybody that has a gift and, and you listen, if you love it, do it because of the love that you have mm, first. Yeah. If you're doing it to get popular, if you're doing it, that's when you won't. That's when it gets harder until your heart is right doing it. And so when God gave when God gave it to me, I just was I just loved doing it so much unto the Lord. And then God brought it before men. So I'll tell you this, practice, practice when nobody ain't looking and just honor God with it. Yeah. Keep on going. And God said, what you do behind closed doors, he will show it openly. You're going, there's going to be a time that God put you out there. So you just got to be ready because <laughs> it's going to happen. There's, a, there's enough room for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like so, it. The, go, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 I was done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like what you said. I mean, uh, it, uh, be ready. Be ready. I, I think that I love Boy, you put that so well, Dave. Just, uh, we're, we're in a hurry. And we're not willing to, sometimes we're just not willing to go through the process, and God's not opening that door because you're not ready to go through it yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah. being faithful. There was, time, there, was, there was times I would look on stage, right, and I'm like, why is that person up there? Mm. He's not even that good. Now, I'm just telling you, God, I was like, that's why you're not up there, Dave. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but see, God never wanted me to look at that. See, my heart wasn't right. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter how great I was, God was making my heart right. So there's enough room for everybody. People need to be saved. God said the harvest is right, but the laborers, you are you are a laborer. So he knows that there's few of us. So God wants all the few of us to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to wait for the time that God will release you. So prepare in the midst of the time before God released you. Mm. That's all. Good, good words, Dave. Good words. Yeah, great advice. You know, I ask that question uh, of every artist that I interview and uh, that's on this program, and everybody has a little bit something, you know, puts it a little differently, says something a little different, um, and uh, you've said it very, very well there, that uh, we need to be ready and uh, do it unto the Lord. I like that. The last artist I interviewed recently was um, uh, said it, uh, don't sing don't sing uh, for the Lord. I mean, although we are singing for the Lord, but she was said, go one step farther, and she said, sing to the Lord. And you put it well, and you said, you know, do it behind closed doors. That's fine. There's nobody around. You're singing to an audience of one. Sing to the, sing to the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Well, Dave, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here, but any final thoughts for the listeners that you'd like to share? Yes, don't be discouraged in this season. Um, God is every season. Don't make it this season more than something else. Yeah. He's every season. So yeah. I just wanted to say that. Don't be discouraged. God loves you. He He's there for you. He hasn't given up on you. And mm-hmm. he cares. He He don't want to harm you. I just want to let you know. He yeah. ain't trying to harm you because he said he knows that plan. See, we, we get the... the prosper part and we get done but he said the plan is not to harm you yeah so i just want to let you know you know you don't want you to harm yourself don't be discouraged stay focused keep your mind on him and you'll have that perfect peace amen and i'm out
So well. You said it so well, Dave. Thank you. Friends, check out uh, DPB Menace uh, Artist, his page, uh, World of DPB. It's uh, uh, .com. There we go. And he's on Facebook. And uh, I'm assuming you're on Instagram and TikTok and all those as well, Dave? Everything World of DPB. Okay. Everything at the World of DPB. Awesome. One more. Awesome. Yep. Friends, you might be hearing this interview on our radio station, Notes by a Radio, WNSMDB. And if that's the case and you'd like to hear it again, please check it out uh, on our podcast uh, program, which you can find on your favorite podcast site. You can find it on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Just search the word Notespire, N-O-T-E. S-P-I-R-E, or uh, you can specifically sp- uh, church, yeah, search out Notes by Your Artist Insight. And I'm sure that after a while, uh, uh, the Internet doing its thing, when you search DPB or World of DPB, you're going to find uh, our podcast will pop up in the search list. There you go. Dave, you have a great Christmas. It's a little early as we're recording this. We're only on December 1st, but I want to just wish you and yours uh, a very Merry Christmas. Thank you very much for what you've shared with us today. And uh, so maybe uh, next year we get together and maybe we can do this again and get an update on how things are going in Ohio for you. That'll be awesome, and then one day we get together and eat some food or something. Hey, that sounds good. <laughs> I, you're a coffee drinker, right? <laughs> yes? I actually am not, but I'll drink coffee that day, though. Okay. All right. All right. No, I mean, it's okay. I mean, we drink a lot of coffee here at Old Spire, but, uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, and I'm going to check I'll out your... I'll be a hot cocoa guy. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Dave, you guys take care, and God bless you. We'll talk again soon. God bless you too, man. Okay. Bye-bye Bye. now. Thanks for listening to Notespire Radio Artist Insight. We hope you've enjoyed the program today. And join us next time when we again bring you a unique look into the lives, music, and ministries of Christian artists. Here on Notespire Radio Artist Insight.